Looking to tailgate this summer? Stop by One Stop on the way. One Stop number 6, located just one mile west of East Forsyth at 2748 West Mountain Street in Kernersville. One Stop serves fresh fried chicken and our famous taters seven days a week from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Feeding a crowd? Get 16 pieces of chicken and sides for just $27.99. Craving wings? Come try our new spicy breaded wings. Get a five-wing meal with six taters and a roll for just $7.99. $7.39. Now in regular hot ranch or spicy. One stop number six, 2748 West Mountain Street in Kernersville. Like to have everybody's attention for a moment. There's a stat. I don't like bringing up stats, but there's one stat about the Panthers. And he's in the world is James Harden better scorer than Michael Jordan. No, he's a more creative in that. He, Traveling he, is not creative, he Brandon. Does, he does. You know, no matter what the score is, and they've said it themselves, whether they're up 10, down 10, down 20, whatever, they know they can turn it on whenever. Why did you have to bring up the Cowboys? Right? <laughs> <laughs> lived in Texas for two years and just could not stand to watch Cowboys for life. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Listen up, listen up. Welcome to the rundown. Here's Desmond Johnson. And welcome back to a sneak preview of the rundown season premiere Friday, Saturday morning, January 8th, excuse me, uh, on WWBG 1470 AM, as well as Facebook Watch, Twitter, YouTube, and TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com. I am your host, Desmond Johnson, joined by Hot Rod Funderburk and WFMY News 2's Jalen Gilkey. Brandon Blakeney is on assignment. What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing tonight? Hey, man, super blessed, super blessed. Just happy to be here. We're back with the boys. Yeah, man, everything is lovely. It's just almost Christmas time. Santa Claus get ready to come down the chimney. Everything is great. Yes, sir. And uh, the rundown is back. I've had multiple people. Me and Brandon talk about this all the time off air where he still has people asking him, hey, what's up with rundown? Where's rundown? When are y'all going to go back and do that? And I'm like, well, we're on franchise players every week. <laughs> you know, it's pretty much the same format, but uh, people enjoyed this format and uh this is a condensed version an hour-long version you're probably listening to this on wtob uh 980 am or wcog wcog just added an fm frequency uh if i'm not mistaken i think it's 105.1 i gotta double check that but uh greetings if you're listening to us there um guys let's just jump right into it here uh oh i do need to mention go over to the fit go over to the uh rundown with desmond johnson facebook page there is a post there uh, for listeners, if there's a sports topic that you would like to hear debated on the rundown, here is your chance. Submit your question or topic on that post, and we may use it in the show. And we'll, you know, of course, give you credit. Uh, the rundown season premiere January 8th, 10 a.m. live on WWBG 1470 a.m. Uh, Tobacco Road Sports Radio Facebook watch page at Tobacco Radio on Twitter and the Sports Carolina Monthly YouTube channel. And of course, you can stream the audio on Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Dot com. Uh, guys, let's start off in the NFL uh, today. Of course, the biggest news, Urban Meyer, uh, former Jacksonville Jaguars head coach. Jacksonville fires Meyer with four weeks to go in the season. Question one, will Urban Meyer ever coach again at any level? Real quick, I'd like to tell y'all, boys, I told you so. <laughs> I just want to I mean, put I think that we out all there. That Urban yeah, I think everybody did. Yeah. But I, I just don't think they, we thought we'd get, he'd get fired with a month ago in the oh, season. I told y'all boys he wasn't going to make it through the year. I think you did. I, I told you y'all once we had this first incident with the bar, I said there's no way he makes it through the year. That, but that wasn't the that first. wasn't the first incident exactly. Yeah. This it's crazy. I, some of this stuff, it's almost it was almost like. um a certain somebody's presidency where so much craziness was going on. You kind of forgot some of the craziness from a month before. And then when you go back and look <laughs> at it, you're like, Oh my gosh, I forgot that even happened. That's crazy. Urban Meyer fits the description with, uh, let me go pull up a timeline of what, <laughs> of what Urban Meyer's done. Uh, Do you guys uh, think Urban, Urban Meyer was freaking terrible, man. He should have never even got the job. You remember Des? I told you why in the world did they even hire this guy? My initial thought was with Urban Meyer, He'd come, he'd have a whole bunch of circus mess around him. And then he'd come up with an excuse, a health excuse that he'd have to bow out. Yep, but, I guess maybe it's, yep. but I guess maybe it's hard to bow out if somebody gives you a five year, $50 million contract. Right. I need to find out if Shad Khan is on the hook for. Well, plus million dollars. Yeah. Well, mean, that's what they're that's what they're going to be fighting with in these upcoming uh, weeks. You know, the lawyers are going to get big fees out of all that money. But hmm. um, to answer your question. You know, 
Urban Meyer could get a coaching job again if he really wanted it and hunted it because there is a stupid enough AD out there to actually hire him. But he should not be hired. I mean, he is terrible. Everywhere he goes, he causes controversy. Right now, when he was in Florida, granted, he won two championships in Florida, one with Ohio State. But when he was in Florida, he had over 30 kids get arrested. So if you just break that down with all kinds of instances that Urban Meyer has been involved in, just in Florida alone, Des, there is a whole list of items that's probably longer than your and my kids' Christmas list. I can guarantee you that. This dude, and then he goes up to, to Ohio State, gets in trouble. Well, not gets in trouble, but he tries to cover up for an assistant coach who had the old dealings with his wife and other measurements. Then he comes down here to Jacksonville thinking he can roll on in. And yeah, he does roll on in, but guess what he does? He cannot get the team to cooperate. He gets fined during OTAs because he doesn't want to follow the rules. Mm. And then this dude decides, hey, I'm Urban Meyer. I can do whatever I want. We're a family. We're supposed to be like bad boys. Ride together. We die together. We we hey. ride together the whole night. He says, y'all lost. We lost together, but y'all go back home without me. Let me hang up here with my, <laughs> with my broad. And we we grind on each other and have a good time. Well, well, hold on, hold on a second. Before, before, before you go further, let me. I found the timeline here. So real quick, the 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 life and times of Urban Meyer as a uh, professional football coach. He got hired on January the fourteenth. So it ain't even been a full three hundred sixty five days since he got hired that they let him go. Uh, February eleventh, Urban Meyer hires Chris Dole, uh, who uh, was the Iowa strength and conditioning coach. He mm -hmm. had to fire, or he had to resign. He had to make him resign less than forty eight hours later after backlash from the hire uh, from former players at Iowa speaking out against Doyle saying, you know, racism, bullying, which is the reason why he was no longer with Iowa in the first place. Um, he That was the first thing. May 20th, the Jacksonville Jaguars, for some reason, signed 31 year old Tim Tebow and try him out at tight end, a position he's never played before in his life. That probably didn't endear him to the team right there. <laughs> May 20th. Not at like, all. You know what I mean? Not like, at all. You because you're supposed here? you're supposed to be at that training camp, fair and square. Not a guy who's never played tight end, who used to be your quarterback, and you're just trying to slide him in there. Guys are looking at you with with the stank eye all day long. At Tebow, Urban Meyer, what are you doing? Tebow had been out of the NFL for six years uh, when he got invited to. I mean, what is going on? And then July first, the NFL fined Meyer and the Jaguars. They're fined three hundred thousand dollars for violations of contact during the offseason. And another two hundred thousand. Although the Jags were fired, two hundred thousand. Meyer was fined a hundred thousand. Uh, September twelfth, they lose their opener, allowed thirty-seven points to a Houston Texans team who I can't name more than two people that are on it currently right now. Uh, Meyer, he probably wishes he could go back to this. September fifteenth, Urban Meyer denies Southern Cal rumors. Uh, he said he's there's no chance he's going there. He's here. He's committed to build an organization. He probably wishes he never said any of that. Uh, September 22nd, remember this, when he was talking to Denver Broncos head coach Vic Fangio and got caught on a mic saying every week is like playing Alabama in the NFL. Uh -huh. Remember that? That's it. Everybody's yeah. capable of beating yeah. everybody in this league. <laughs> uh, October 2nd, the no plane ride home. That's when uh, following the loss to the Bengals, he stayed in Ohio on a after a Thursday night football game. Two days later, the video went viral of Meyer dancing with a young female in Columbus that was not his wife. Uh, and if you look at that video, his hand is in a spot that uh, it's not supposed to be. Yeah, <laughs> I'll leave it like that. Hands were. Yeah. So, I mean, they, apparently, clearly they were familiar with each other. Uh, oh, yeah. They were getting down. You don't get caught the first time. You uh, never get December, caught the first time. Multiple times <laughs> when you finally get caught. December 6th. It was just 10 days ago. Uh, Meyer admitted he wasn't responsible for pulling running back James Robinson after the, the thousand yard rusher from last season fumbled in a blowout loss to the Rams. Robinson had fumbled on the first drive, then he sat out most of the game, and then he came back in with the Jags down 30 in the fourth quarter. Uh, it just didn't make any sense. December 11th, the whole – I think this is when he really started losing control of this team. Uh, it came out uh, from NFL.com's Tom Pelissero that he had called his assistant coaches losers in meetings and demanded they explain their individual accolades. Basically, they had to go around a table and explain what was on their resume – and Meyer why, basically each one of them. Well, wait a minute. Why should they have to explain that when Meyer's the one who interviewed them? He's there. He his coaching him. staff. He brought <laughs> him in. He, he hired, hired him. him. He should know exactly what's on their coaching staff. So what does that say about him? And and then when confronted by it, Meyer. This was just last week. Meyer was like, "Quote: Calling someone a loser that's inaccurate. I have high expectations for our coaches. I'm very demanding of our coaches and expect guys to be held accountable for their positions and the times when they are not. We address it. But I assure you, there was not 
whatever report that's nonsense. That doesn't sound like he didn't say that. It sounds like he's trying to get around whatever it was he actually said to them. He might not have called them losers, but uh, he called them something similar and probably worse. Uh, and then, of course, yesterday, former Jaguars kicker Josh Lambeau uh, spoke to the Tampa Bay Times and said Meyer kicked him during warmups, uh, which Lambeau reported the incident to the team's legal counsel. Uh, he didn't, Meyer denied it, but then he was fired hours later by the Jaguars. So the Jaguars Man, are too. He better be glad he kicked a kicker and not a real player. I was going to ask you this because when I was watching, uh, I think it was first take earlier today. Um, what's my man's name? Uh, he played for the Patriots. Uh, Damian Woody. Woody. He was like, he was like, I wish he would have kicked me. You know, every football player that got entered today was like, don't touch me. Every athlete. Now that I think about it, uh, Jason Williams was the same way. It's like, you can yell at me, you can coach me up, but you don't put your hands on me. You don't touch me. You do that. It's going to be furniture moving. You know what I mean? Like you can't, you can't put your, yeah, you know, like just those grown men with families, wives, kids, mortgages. What do you think gonna happen? So circling back around, now we got all that. Will he coach again? Because <laughs> I don't know who would touch him. Like, was he gonna sit out a year, do Fox big game Saturday, and then eventually people are gonna start calling for him again? Or is this it? Because he's what well, he's over sixty, isn't he? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure of his age, but there is some AD that's stupid enough to want Urban Meyer. And maybe there's even a mid-level program, say like your Mississippi that's in the SEC, and they just want to get accoladed back up uh, and and be in the mix of the SEC. So maybe a team like that a couple years down the road may try to go after Urban Meyer. But it's going to be a foolish AD that goes after him because you're going to have controversy and all kinds of stuff. The proof is in the pudding. Look at where the man has been and the trail that he has left. Nowhere has he gone and it has been a positive experience for all the young men around him. I'm sorry. Every place I, I wouldn't, been, I couldn't a hire. fire when yeah. he left. Yeah, it's been mm-hmm. some sort of dumpster fire when he's finally left there. Even Ohio State, the whole tattoo from, you know, jerseys thing, that whole stuff, which is silly now with NIL and everything. But uh, let's move on. NFL, I got to talk about my Panthers real quick. Matt Rule, every time I get on Twitter in the morning, I get on in the morning, I do a sports minute for WTOB, right? So I get on Twitter, I look for sports news and stuff, and then I'll record the minute for him and send it off. Every morning I've gotten on Twitter the past probably two weeks straight, Matt Rule is trending over on the right-hand side. And I'm like, is this it? Is this the moment that they finally fire Matt Rule? And then I click it, and it's basically every Panther fan talking smack about Matt Rule. He doesn't know what he's doing. Why is he doing this? He didn't want Cam Newton back. Like, all this stuff. And then to, and then uh, Thursday, they take Sam Darnold off of IR after we all thought he was probably not going to play again this year. And Sam Darnold's at practice. So there are three quarterbacks in Charlotte right now. Cam Newton, who at this point it appears it wasn't even Matt Rule's idea to bring him back, which makes sense because it was Matt Rule's idea to get rid of him. Uh, it sounds like David Tepper wanted him back, and now Matt Rule doesn't know what to do with Cam Newton. You got P.J. Walker, who shouldn't be a football player in the NFL. And you got uh, – Hold on now. Hold on now. <laughs> and Sam Darnold. What? <laughs> what did I say? Was hey, I let's, not, let's, 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 let's not throw in the strays at P.J. now. PJ just doing his job as a back. He's he's a he's a backup quarterback for sure. PJ PJ Walker for his career in Carolina has two touchdowns to ten interceptions. Whoo, man, Lord, he's not mercy. he's not it. I mean, he is. I not mean, like, I mean, what's called Chase Chase Daniels made more millions of dollars than he threw touchdowns. So I mean, what's your point? As the backup, as the backup, as the backup. Chase Daniels never played for squad. That's that's really where it comes. That he didn't. There we there we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd probably be a little bit more upset about that. Um, should David Tepper fire Matt Rule now that Jacksonville and Shad Khan have set the template that you can fire a coach with guaranteed money before the end of year one? Matt Rule's in year two of a six-year. I want to say it was like sixty million, seventy million dollar deal. I, he's got forty something he left. Got 60, he got a sixty million dollar deal over, I think nine I think years was it? Six, I think it was seven, seven no, years. Six, seven, seven years. years seven, seven years. Yeah. Sixty million. He's in year two of that now. But clearly, the fan base is turning. Uh, clearly, whatever Matt Rule is doing, it, it doesn't make sense. Can a two system? Can a two quarterback system work in today's NFL? Because that's what As, they're doing. Hasn't worked. I don't think it's ever worked in the history of the NFL. I was trying to think where where it has. Maybe um, the '72 Dolphins had a two quarterback thing going on towards the end because the starter got hurt and the the backup came in and played most of that season, and then the starter came back in the playoffs and they kind of alternated them out. But that's that's not what they're trying to do here. Matt Rule's trying to trick people. He wants to like play with Cam Newton 
and then sit him and bring PJ Walker in for a series, then sit him, bring Cam back in, and hell, he might throw Sam Darnold in this too before the year is over with. I think I'm just I think I'm he done. might as well. He might as well go with the carousel. See what happens. See nah. what sticks. You throw everything at the <laughs> throw nah. everything at the wall. See what nah. what else you got to Dez, what else do you have to lose? Another game well, and another game. It. And another oh, game. Well, <laughs> well, well, Des, I hate to give you one of those I told you so's as well, but when Matt Rule came from Baylor, I told you, man, that college coach from Baylor, he's decent, he's good at Baylor. I said, but he's not ready for the NFL, doesn't have any NFL experience. And I was especially sad that there were no other NFL coaches given in an opportunity, uh, yeah. you know, to be yeah, to be exact. Uh, my man over here, Caldwell, Jim Caldwell. Why not give him an opportunity? Former, I mean, why uh, not? Why not? Why not give my man? Yeah, no way. Forest head coach. Why not give my man? The uh, enemy, Kansas City. Yeah, Eric the enemy. Give him yeah. an opportunity. I mean, even Byron Leftwich. Um, That's exactly what I was about to say. Opportunity, no. you know. But listen, Dude, Dude, Dude these, Staley these, had deserved more of an opportunity than uh, Matt Rule. I want. Well, I, mean, I wanted when all this started. I wanted uh, Jim Harbaugh. At the time, there was kind of he was kind of on the hot seat at Michigan, and Tepper had the money to get to pry him out of Michigan. Go get Jim Harbaugh. He's going to fix your offensive line. They're going to look like the 49ers did five years ago. And you already had just keep Cam and go. And they didn't want to yep. do it. They didn't want to do it. want to do that. But I'm going to tell you what, Matt Rule, man, he has nothing to worry about. Matt Rule is like, hey, it took you a while, uh, David Tepper, for you to get my quarterback. Told you I needed a quarterback. But when I did get Sam Darnold, I was working with him. But as I worked with him, guess what? He got injured. Then you're making me take a quarterback now that I don't want. You probably also made me take uh, P.J. Walker only simply because he's familiar with our offense. So well, right no, now, PJ, P.J.'s there because of Matt Rule. He played for Matt Rule at Temple. That's the only well, reason that's why I'm he well, That's job, what I'm saying. Yeah. He's familiar with the offense. But really, yeah. who else could he go out there and get? P.J. was just somebody who was familiar with Matt Rule's offense. So there's nobody he could get. So really, that's the only reason he's there because he is familiar with the offense. But just, with Matt, but with Matt, what did Matt Rule, Rule do? He fired Burroughs as the offensive coordinator, correct? Uh, Brady, yeah, Joe Brady. Yeah. Brady, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I meant Brady, Brady wasn't even brought, like he brought in all. Matt Rule brought in all of his own dudes, like from his mm-hmm. college staff, pretty much, except for Joe Brady. And he's he's tried to say, well, just, you know, taking a chance with Joe, blah blah blah. And the offense did look a little bit better last week against Atlanta, uh, minus the turnovers and everything else between Cam and PJ. But there's too many loose ends going on here with everything with Carolina. I don't have enough time to really dig into it here. So go listen to the Believe in Carolina Panthers podcast. Cheap little plug there. Uh, you can find it on the Believe podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know what, man? It's definitely apples and oranges if you try and compare a Matt Rule to what's going down in Jacksonville with Urban Meyer. You know, Matt Rule is trying to change the culture. He's just having some issues. His main back, uh, man, McCaffrey got hurt. So, you know, he can't ride that horse and put everything together. Because in football, you do need a run game, pass game, the whole nine. So I think Matt Rule is going to be okay right now just for injuries. He'll get through next year. Now, depending on what he does next year, Panthers may be back with David Tepper at the drawing board saying, hmm, who's out there that's a little bit better than Matt Rule? Just my opinion, Dick. Yeah, yeah I, I'm right I there with you. Give a little bit of third. Yeah, a little bit of third year I think they're going to give him. I'm right there with you guys. I think you're going to let them play out this year. They're going to give them another full year and see what happens and what shakes. <laughs> I hate but, it. Uh, I hate it. You know how hard it is to like. Dez, you ain't gonna have you ain't gonna have no hairs left when you don't this <laughs> by the end it's of so next hard. year, you're gonna be done. Dez, it's are so you hard. really asking me how hard it is when I have been a Cowboys fan since I was knee oh, high to man. a grasshopper? Have, and we had and we only been to the playoffs twice <laughs> in 30 years? What are you talking about? At least y'all got, a, least y'all got a fancy stadium that you can do other things in. We just we just oh, I don't goodness. know what we're doing. I don't we, make no money off that stadium. <laughs> we gotta take a quick break. But uh, we'll be right back. You listen to The Rundown here on uh, WTOB, WCOG, and TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com. You're listening to The Rundown with Desmond Johnson. Back to The Rundown with Desmond Johnson. Welcome back to the rundown. Desmond Johnson, Hot Rod Thunderbird, Jalen Gilkey from WFMY News 2 in the house. Uh, we'll sneak preview. We'll be back with our full uh, season premiere two hours every Saturday morning in our regular slot, 10 a.m. on WWBG 1470 a.m. and com. Guys, let's move over to the NBA real quick. Steph Curry breaks Ray Allen's all-time three-point record uh, this past week with Ray Allen and Reggie Miller, who's number three all-time in attendance. 
Who would you rather have if all were in their prime to start a team? Steph Curry, Ray Allen, or Reggie Miller? Who wants to go out? Uh, go out on the all time. Mm, like who would you? Who would you rather? Yeah, if you if you were starting a team, you're the GM, and you can pick between these three players, and they're all three in their prime at the moment. Who would you go with? Mm-hmm. Uh, it depends there's, on there's layers. <laughs> there's layers to this because I think a and, lot of people it, forget about Jesus Shuttlesworth. That's <laughs> what I was about to say. I was really about to say I probably go with Ray. Ray was a bit of a problem when he first came in the league. He wasn't just a three point shooter. Uh, but it depends know. on what my other, it depends on what my other pieces are. Though. That's the killer. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, I mean, um, with well, with well, we know with Reggie, you know, he had a. You know, he had a great team uh, in the late 90s, early 2000s and uh, got to the finals uh, a couple times or, yeah, a couple times. And uh, yeah, and, he, and Reggie played in the heat of the NBA when the rules were real lax, <laughs> no fouls Look, and coming through the lane. Man, I'm rewatching The Last Dance right now because my wife is on a uh, Sex in the City marathon, like binge watch. So I'm just like watching Last Dance and passing the time. And uh, the thing with Reggie that I love that I kind of forgotten about over time, even with Steph, because Steph does it a little bit. But Reggie, like when Reggie got hot, he would hit it from anywhere. Like you kind of started waiting for him to get the ball, throw it up. And his shot was so unorthodox, like this kind of long arm type of jumper. Uh, if once he got going, it was just like, oh, here it goes. Like it was one of those like those uh, like NBA jam. He's on fire and the ball's like on fire, or whatever. That was Reggie Miller. Like when he when he finally got because he got the stretches when he wouldn't. Now, Steph, Steph get to the Steph and Ray, they get to the bucket more, though. Yeah, and the, Steph got better handles than than the other two by far. Right. Yeah, um, he's shorter than the other two because Steph's only six three. I think Ray's like six five, six four. I yeah, I'll, I'll say six, six, I was six four, six five. Yeah, yeah. I think Reggie's the taller of the three, but uh, yeah, Reggie's the in their prime. Here's another question too: Are we watching the prime of Steph Curry? Has he got there yet? I think he's in it. Whether it's starting it or in the middle of it, I definitely believe he's in it. And to answer your question about the team. You know, I got to go with Steph Curry. I guess I haven't. I've watched Ray Allen. I, I've watched uh, Reggie Miller. Uh, but Steph Curry, when I watch him, I see the players galvanize around him. And that's what I really like because the guys who he plays with, it's like they want to play harder for him. It's like they don't want to make him, uh, you know, disappointed in him, not that in their play, not that he would or not that he even displays any any type of behavior like that. But Steph Curry, man, it's just something about the way he livens up the other players. I mean, those guys want to give him assists, too. And that is awesome. And he's the guard. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, I, that's very true. I, yeah, yeah, I just love the way that he makes the other players come around and play around him. So I would start with Steph believing that I've got a three-point guy who can hit anything anywhere and also believing that if my main guy or if there's a big man on the squad and he comes in and having a bad day once he links up with Steph, he realizes, yo, Steph is his band. Steph has got his back, and he's gonna pull. Steph is gonna pull the best out of my big band. So that's just me personally. We did uh, back in the summer before stuff really started kicking back off again on franchise players. We did our uh, NBA top ten players of all time, and I want to say I had Steph in my top ten. He was towards the bottom, like nine or ten or something like that. And mm-hmm. people were kind of poo pooing me for it. And I'm like, yo, Steph Curry's the only player in NBA history to have won the MVP award unanimously. Jordan didn't do that. Wilt didn't do that. Shaq didn't do that. Steph did. And Steph's got, I think Steph's got two. He's got three rings. Uh, he might get some more because Golden State is out here killing folks right now. Uh, and, and that light-skinned boy still ain't back. Yeah, still Clay, waiting. I'm wondering what Clay oh, going to look Clay, like when yeah. he comes back. Golden State is 23-5 and five right now after 28 games. They're 7-3 and three in their past 10. If anything, Clay, if Clay yeah. looked like anything, it'll be Kyle Corver. So... I so mean, he won't be yeah. in that defensive specialist. That's, 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 that's if he's not. But at least he's going to be Kyle Corver. Right. Which ain't bad. Kyle Corver's a top 10 no. all-time. Exactly. And an NBA champion. Yeah, and an NBA champion. Now, Clay Now Clay is that dude where I might have should have threw Clay in this, too, because Clay is the dude that scored, what, 60-something points in three quarters. Or, with 11 dribbles. With 11 dribbles. That video is still nuts. If you go to YouTube and try to find uh, Clay Thompson's 60-point outburst or whatever, he was literally just catching it and shooting, catching and shooting. And he just got on fire. And that that's a good example for what you were just saying, uh, Rod, because in that video, Steph is looking for him. He realizes he's hot and he keeps feeding him uh, and just he just killing it, man. The Splash Brothers, that might be my favorite nickname 
in sports. So I'm rooting for Clay. Uh, when he returns, we did find out uh, they're not expecting him back till sometime after Christmas. At even that, they said so. the 28th will be the earliest he plays. Take your time, Clay. I mean, yeah, not like this, that's really needed right now. Golden State, yeah, yeah. you're running everybody off the court. It's crazy. Um, and we should have saw it because Golden State was playing like this at the end of last year. Remember, uh, they ended up sneaking into the playing game and they lost to the Lakers and LeBron in that one-time playoff. But uh, they were already starting to play hot at the end of last year, and this just carried over. So. Uh, moving right along to one of our favorite topics in the NBA, that's Mr. Zion Williamson. He had a foot injection and his fractured foot. Uh, he will be reevaluated in four to six weeks. So at that point, man, we're talking about mid or well, late January would be the earliest that he would even be able to start practicing. Should the Pelicans just shut him down for the year? Like they're not going to do anything without him on the roster. Just shut him down. The the uh, the the uh, 76ers did that to Ben Simmons his rookie year. When he had back surgery or whatever it was, he didn't play the whole year. And yeah, I don't true. Think, yeah, I don't think it'll hurt if they shut him down, man. I think he's one of those guys that grounds that that he pulls tickets, he pull, he pulls the attendance, he makes that attendance go up. But he's got to say much healthier than what he is. I don't. I'm still starting to wonder: is it his weight? Do you guys think he's too big, or does he have yes. a muscle enough muscle around his bones? No, to carry on too, because a guy, I mean, a, <laughs> it's, it's, so very, it's very simple. That. <laughs> imagine, imagine Orlando Pace playing basketball in the NBA, and that's basically what oh, you got. Bro, I mean, this you are outrageous, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, he is the you don't, tackle. <laughs> he is. You talk, you talking about from the picture that was confirmed to be photo. No, 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 no. I, me saying over 300, that's just joking around. He's really like 280 or something, but that's, that's what still, I'm saying. But he broke his foot, Dan. He's he broke his foot. Player. How can how can he rehab and be in shape if he, with a broken foot? Man, eat some yogurt or something. He's out there eating like something. <laughs> Bro, that is that working for you, Desmond? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not an NBA uh, specimen, and I'm not That's 280 what, pounds. But I'm, I'm saying, just I'm just eating yogurt point. don't do that. That's what I'm saying. It don't just do that. You have <laughs> to physically. You have to work. You got to work. He's 20 years old. You remember when you was 20 years old and you could just go to sleep and lose 10 pounds? No, it don't work like that. Bathroom one good time and you you good is, for the night. <laughs> does not work is. like that, Dez, and you know that. <laughs> Should the Pelicans trade him? I mean, I don't know what they would get for him right now. Um, I'd wait. Peloton. No. <laughs> Some I don't know. I hate making jokes about Zion. I no, really you like don't. Him. You don't. I you really do like not. Him. You don't hate I'm it because you do it all the time. I love him. I love him. But I heard I got so much grief when he was at Duke because everybody knows I'm a Carolina fan. And the whole time he was Duke, I'm like, I love him. I think he's great. It's not like he everyone was trying to put him on this like Jordan pedestal. Like this, we've never seen this before. I'm like, we just saw this 10 years ago with Blake Griffin. It's the same thing dude said Blake Griffin's not carrying the extra 60 pounds or whatever. It's the same play. It's the same player. And I was like, he's got to lose weight to play in the NBA. NBA players run three, four miles a game. Like, how's he gonna run 285 pounds at six five? And he was already walking. Uh, bow legged or whatever. There you Remember, go. You you can't help yourself. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's not. That's, that's true. He was cut. You know how he would like waddle a little bit. Kind of. He had like his. He was like pigeon toed or whatever it's called. He would walk with his feet out, and Duke corrected it so that he wouldn't have as many problems with his knees. And he's been hurt. He's been hurt every time we've seen him. He was hurt his one season at Duke. He was hurt his rookie year at uh, in New Orleans. He's hurt now. So I'm just kind of like, how did he, how did he get hurt at Duke? Playing basketball. No, no, his <laughs> shoe, his shoe blew up. His shoe him. blew up. <laughs> him. I'm just being yeah. like a weird freak force of nature. Like, and Duke, I will give Duke credit. Duke got that kid in the best shape of his life. If you look at pictures of him in a Duke uniform, he's all chiseled out, looking like He-Man, like just this mass specimen. He does not look like that anymore. New Orleans is not doing that for him. And that's no excuse because they are a professional basketball team. And he was the number one overall pick in the draft. And it's almost like they're not handling this right. I feel like they're going to ruin his career. He does need to lose some weight. He's got to get down to like, what is he, 6'6"? Six, six? Without losing who he is, he probably needs to get to about 260. And even that, he would still be one of the heaviest players in the league. He's the Jalen, he's the heaviest player in the NBA right now. At six I mean, foot six. <laughs> the entire league looked like K- KD or Kristaps Porzingis, though. So if you really... That's, that's true. That's true. I didn't really think about <laughs> Think about the, the, the bean poles walking around right you now. You know what I'm saying? It, we, we don't have no uh what's my boy name? Oh goodness, he got kicked out of the Knicks game. You know who I'm talking about. 
Uh, we ain't got uh, no Charles Oakleys. Oh we yeah, ain't yeah. Got, we ain't got we ain't got Anthony Horace Grant. Grant. We ain't got Anthony Mason. We ain't got none of those no more. Those don't exist in the NBA. They all play football. Back in the nineties, baby. Back when uh, you could you could basically strangle a dude on the court. You know what I'm people, I saw some people online talking about, oh, Steph could have did this back in the nineties. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you crazy? Man, Steph? they would have killed him. They would put him out of the league. <laughs> you know how Steph runs around like four or five times in a circle, and then he gets the ball and shoots a three. Man, they'd be elbowing him as soon man, as he coming. Run through that lane, and the bad boy Pistons would put him on the ground, or the Knicks, mm-hmm. or or the Bulls, or whoever. He would not have made it all the way through, and he probably wouldn't have got a foul called on him either. So, like, he mm-hmm. probably would have stopped running. <laughs> but hey, use the area you're in, and use the 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 rules that you're in. Bigger surprise, guys. The Lakers. I don't know what to do with my Lakers. They're in sixth place right now in the West, sixteen and thirteen. They're winning some games because LeBron came back, but uh. Russell Westbrook just went into uh, health and safety protocols. So the whole uh, world is in health and safety protocols. Man, we're going to talk about that a little bit later because, like, all these major sports leagues, all of a sudden everybody's getting COVID. I'm kind of getting worried. I'm going to have to put my mask back on. But uh, the Lakers are. Yeah, there's. He's going to have to put your mask on. I mean, I'm, I'm vaccinated. Dude, I'm back, I keep I'm back, my back, vaccine. You know what I mean? Like, what did it say, Rod? I keep that thing on me. <laughs> I mean, I'm starting to now. Like, I'm like, okay, I, I was one. I got extra, even if you need one. I got Talk one to him, right? I keep an extra in the pocket just in case. <laughs> I'm gonna start wearing. I'm gonna bring mine back out again. Is it a bigger surprise the Lakers are in sixth in the West, or that the Cleveland Cavaliers are in fourth in the East and they're 18 and 12? I did not know this until I looked up their stats today. Yep, uh, I would say the Cavaliers are a bigger, bigger surprise. Uh, the Lakers, the, who is Evan, the- Evan Mobley? Uh, what's my boy? Uh, uh took what's his name? Not uh, Toko, not not JT. To- no, he's hurt. He's out for the year. Oh wow! They got they got yeah they got Darius Garland, the guard from Vanderbilt. I think he's in year three. He is balling. They got the rookie Evan Mobley. Not uh oh, not J not JP Toko though. What's his name? He was at Auburn. He was the one that blew his knee out hanging oh, on the rim oh. against Carolina. Uh, Isaac Okoro. Yeah, um, Isaac Okoro. He's hooping. They got Lori Marketing. He's hooping. They got on the squad. He's, you know, he play, he's playing, though. And he's, yeah, Ricky Rubio's on that team, too. Wow. Okay. Uh, they got a lot of guys that are, you know, they got a great balance of vet and youth, but they're, they're playing together, man. Them. Yeah, he is. But JB Bickerstaff, okay. man, the head coach, that's who need all the credit. He, he got them boys playing together, he got them playing hard. And they, uh, they, they show them. Uh, yeah, yeah. he he protecting Darius the rim. They're a very. They got a lot. Of, they got two seven footers. They're a big team. Yeah, they're big. They're big. They got Taco Fall on this team. No, they got three. They got three seven footers. Excuse me, because they got no, 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 not even him. They got they got they got Jared Allen. They got Laurie Markkinen, and then Evan Mobley. Evan those Mobley. three. Those three. They play every game. Hmm. All right. So yeah. Well, I mean, the Lakers are. Lakers are too old. Actually, I just saw Avery Bradley got added to the COVID nineteen protocols too for the Lakers. The Lakers, but I love them to death, but they're too old. Like if you they, look at the they West, just, they're a new team and they got too many pieces that are. They got too many guys that do the same thing. Yeah, it feels think, like I don't think the coaching is good there. enough. To be honest with you guys, the way we play ball in the NBA now, I think you can make any combination of guys work if you have the right coaching. I just think the leadership with the Lakers on the court operations on that court. I, I'm not with the head coach. I'm sorry. I, I hadn't been from the first time they Frank hired Mobley. him. I think they, yeah, I he think just, they should have. <laughs> he just won a yeah, title. He just won a title. It don't, it don't matter. I, st- I still don't. Man, I still you know LeBron, like the coach of that team. Yeah, I still I didn't like him. I, I, wanted, I wanted my man to be the, the coach who came from. Oh, uh, you wanted uh, you wanted Mark Jackson, didn't you? I wanted Mark Jackson, exactly. Yeah, you wanted Mark Jackson to coach that team. And that would have been pretty good. Uh, I something ad's game is falling off because i think russell westbrook is there and they just don't mesh people forget that uh the lakers had a deal for buddy Hield on the table ready to rock and roll the day that they found out that westbrook wanted to be a laker and then ad and lebron were like they talked to him and were like we want we want westbrook so they they figured it out and got him instead but westbrook has never been a guy that struck me as a third wheel like mentally like that's just not the way his game is so I, I didn't really know how this was going to work out. So we're kind of seeing it now. Lakers are going to get in the playoffs, but I'll tell you what, man, it looks like it's going to be Golden State and Phoenix in the West Coast Final. Uh oh, did y'all Western see? Conference. Did y'all see Isaiah Thomas is signing with the Lakers? Well, he signed yeah. with the Lakers as of now. Again, yeah, <laughs> we gonna see. 
We gonna yeah, see. I, I think it's still because he's forty points in a two game. They, they need, like, they early. need, they need buckets though. They need buckets. Yeah. He's a he's a bucket getter. If he's yeah, gonna come in and be and lead the second unit, then I'm I'm cool with it. It just feels like it's a bunch of names. And if you like, really think about it, the only the, the last person, well, not the last person, but the person that figured out Isaiah Thomas was LeBron. LeBron always he knows how to take little guards out the game. But now you're on a team with him. Let's see how yep. that works. Yeah, and hmm. I and I and I tell you what, man, when it comes to um the Lakers and what they're doing. Especially with Westbrook, I know it doesn't look good with Westbrook and the way he's playing right now. But if you think about it, Westbrook has been on three different teams in the last three years. But each year, the first half of Westbrook being on that team yep. didn't look too good. He had to find a way to mess with the guys he was there. But the second half, on I mean, five. we were always yes, we were, we were talking about all the triple doubles and like Washington. Washington last year, their second half of the year was highly impressive. They wouldn't have yes. started three and twenty or whatever they were. They would have. They would have been a playoff team easy. Yeah, I agree. The yeah. way they finished the season, it's that's kind of um, that's a good point with Westbrook in the second half of season. I don't know why he's like that, but, but I uh, just noticed uh, that the last three years, but he's been on three different teams. Each and I mean, yep. exactly right. That's he hasn't a great point. Mesh. He hasn't meshed with either one because he was what was the Rockets, and then it was the Wizards, and now and it's now the, Lakers. the Lakers. Yeah, and he kind of had control over all of those uh, where he went, except for the Wizards. I don't know if he had control with that, but he requested to go to Houston. Uh, he went to Oklahoma City's management, and they did him, a, you know, did him a solid because he had been such a great player for them over the years that he ended up going to Houston to reteam up with uh, with his boy Harden. That did not work out, and then go to the Wizards. If you know that didn't really necessarily work out money wise, really more than anything else. And the Wizards ain't bad. The Wizards ain't. They're in the eighth spot right now. They started out hot uh, at the end of the season. I do remember that. Things are starting to settle down now. Brooklyn's in the one seed. Milwaukee's in the two seed. Then you got these young squads, the Bulls, the Cavs. I, I call the Heat a young team. The Heat, my Hornets are sitting in the sixth spot, 16 and 14, I mean, the highest New, scoring team New in the York's league. New York's not looking bad now. New York's not looking bad. New York is down, and they are out of the playoff picture currently. Uh, yeah, it's 12 out, 16. They had a little bad. slump. They've had a little slump, but they, they got some talent. They got some talent. Um but yeah, I, you know, I had to talk about my Hornets a little bit. They're averaging 116 points a game right now. Now they're, I think they're allow now they're allowing 115. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so it makes it for some uh, some fun games. But the Hornets just went through uh, this whole COVID safety protocol thing too, where they had like five six dudes out for a couple of games, including Lamelo Ball. Who I'm sitting there looking around the East. I'm thinking Lamelo Ball is going to be an NBA All Star this year. Like he might mess around and start. Who's another point guard in the East? That could get more votes than Lamelo. That's mm, James Harden. Is he playing point? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean well, Kyrie's out. Yeah, they probably. Well, out. Yeah, Trey, I'll say Trey Young too, yeah, probably. Yeah, Trey Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got Trey there. Uh, but other really, than that, that's about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there looking at the teams. I'm like, I don't really know who's in Boston. Any of these? Uh, who's the point guard in Boston? Um, is smart. Nah, Lamelo would get it over him. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I guess so. So, I don't know. We'll keep an eye on all that. Of course, uh, each week uh, as we get into our two-hour uh, live show, we'll have more, a Hornets segment where we can dig into what they're doing, uh, what they did over the past week, like we normally do on the rundown. Let's take uh, one more commercial break. When we come back, uh, a fan favorite segment, Odds and Ends, returns. You're listening to the rundown here on Tobacco Road Sports Radio. You're listening to the rundown with Desmond Johnson. Back to the rundown with Desmond Johnson. Make sure you check out the brand new seasons of our studio talk shows uh, debuting January the 7th on Fridays, 3 p.m. Franchise players, J.P. Mundy, Ryan Stone taking over franchise players. They're your new co-hosts. That will start Friday, January 7th. And then at 4 p.m., the score with Brett Wiseman moves to four and they are live. Brett Wiseman, James Wilson, the entire gang, uh, two hours long. So you got a three-hour block of locally produced sports talk talking about local things that matter to you in the world of sports every Friday afternoon, start January 7th uh, here on Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Guys, let's uh, – one of the segments we were doing the, really the last year, I think, Rod, that we were on Rundown, it kind of just came about randomly with uh, – by the time we were done at the place we were at before, we kind of had a full house every Saturday, and we never could get to everything we wanted to touch. 
So we started doing a segment called Odds and Ends, where we basically throw all the the loose things that happen from the week in there and kind of do rapid fire uh, answers on what we think uh, about the question. So let's just go ahead and get into it. Uh, the return of Odds and Ends. All right, guys. So let's start off in college football. Jackson State head coach Deion Sanders successfully landed the number two overall recruit five-star cornerback Travis Hunter, who was originally committed to Florida State, where uh, Deion Sanders played football. Where will Deion Sanders be in five years? Will he be on TV? Will he be the head coach of the Florida State Seminoles? Or will he be coaching in the NFL? Or will he be at Jackson State? I forgot to put that on there. Uh, Me personally... I don't know how much I really believe this, but I think he'll still be at Jackson State. Mm. Personally. I just think what he's I think what he's doing is it's bigger than just prom, you know? It really like is. And I think he's re- really starting to realize like the impact that he has and the things that he's doing is really I think he wants to be the face of the change of college football. And the only way he can really do that is by staying in Jackson State. Right. Well, I can't tell you where he'll be in five years. I know he won't be on TV because he has a passion for being on the field and being a leader of young men. And that's exactly what Deion Sanders is. But I'll tell you what, right now, Power Five schools are calling Deion Sanders right now. You're talking about a number two overall recruit getting recruited to an HBCU. There are Power Five ADs, Power Five boosters right now who are pissed off wondering why this kid is going to an HBCU saying that they don't have the resources you need. They don't have what you need. But they do have Deion Sanders, somebody who can sit in the parents' living room with his coaching uh, staff that he has that are ex-NFL coaches, college coaches, and they let those players know that they care about them and they're going to grow as men, not just men on the football field, but men in life. And once Deion Sanders leave that, leave that living room, that recruit is coming with him, man. So there are power five teams right now that's calling Deion Sanders. I can guarantee it saying, hey, we letting this coach go or we don't have a coach. We love to interview you, Dion. That's what's going on now. Forget five years from now. It's happening now. The Power Five won't be on Sanders' prime time. Here's my question. What is Florida State doing? Like, why have they not gone after Deion Sanders? It just makes the most sense out of everything there is in the world. Florida State just added another year to their head coach's contract. Yeah, they just gave him an extension. After he went five and seven or whatever it was. Like, no, no. They only, they only won State. three games this year. Oh, my gosh. And, like, and he got the extension where you got Deion, a former Florida State. No, no, no. Deion, Deion, I think Deion will never go to Florida State at this point because he campaigned and said, I'm the one that could turn this program around. And they went with Mike Norvell, and now he's scoring. He, he. I don't think he'll ever take the job. You think the, 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 the oh, relationship is, is, is the score? Didn't, be, didn't Jackson State beat Florida State? If I'm not mistaken. No, 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 no. no. They, they beat Jacksonville State. They beat. Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. yeah. They beat. Yeah. They did beat. A, you know, Jack, uh, Jacksonville State yeah. beat Florida State at, at Florida State on the last play yeah. of the game. Okay, yeah, that's what was horrible. All right. <laughs> that was horrible. Uh, but you know, Deion trying to get them boys on the schedule. Oh, you know, oh man, look, you know it. And Florida State would probably be wise to not play him because they would probably lose. Like, Deion's a good coach. That Jackson State team is 10-1 and about to play in the celebration they, bowl. Where they won six games by one score, which means yeah, that's, they're a, that's a well-coached team. That's execution and just finding a way to win. And, and situational oh, football. Exactly. And he brought in, dudes, HBCUs, man, just for me working with a this year, I got a chance to really see it from the inside out and – uh, you know, this is a, a brand of football and basketball and sports in general that doesn't get a lot of coverage mainstream wise. And Dion is out here doing God's work, really, because he's putting a, a spotlight on HBCUs. You're going to start seeing more of these kids start going to these places, especially with NIL out there now, where, I mean, the dude that signed with uh, Jackson State, you know, immediately later, I think he already had it on the table, but he signed a multi-million dollar deal with Barstool Sports. Like NIL is changing everything about college sports. And we need to be uh, ready for that. Co- uh, guys, COVID cases are up across major sports this week with many teams in the NBA having multiple guys out uh, and in the NFL and in uh, hockey, if I'm not I'm about mistaken. I'm to say hockey got it real bad. Yeah. I think the, uh, the the Hurricanes are in danger of missing the game here coming up because they, they missed Ajo, Sveshnikov, and uh, what's the other one? So the three big names for the And they're games. one of the top teams in the NHL this year. Uh, I said earlier, Russell Westbrook was just added to the health and safety protocols by the Lakers. 
Should vaccines be mandated in pro sports? It's not even about that at this point because most of the guys out are vaccinated. It's just, it is what it is. A so lot is of them like, are. Because are it's, over, it's, over 100, it's over 100%, I mean, excuse me, over 100 guys in the NFL that have tested positive within the last, what, seven days? Yeah. So, like I mean. There's a different variant going around, it, I believe. And I, and I do believe yeah. only like, what, well, I don't know the numbers exactly, but they said it was, I know it was less than 20% of the players are unvaccinated in the league so i mean oh in the nfl it's even yeah it's like 90 plus percent are vaccinated exactly either them or the nba i can't remember but uh all this close contact man like it just i don't know i honestly i would be surprised if they bring a bubble back out if it starts getting worse and teams have to start missing games but yep it's different in the nfl and college basketball than or in the nba like the nfl They'll, they'll make you play if you're missing half your roster. We saw them do it. They're doing it right now. Like, they told Cleveland. They told Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> we don't care. Get out there and go. We ain't changing this for nothing. This train don't stop. This is the They're NFL. Talk- so the NFL is talking about changing like the COVID policy. Yeah. Because they said like most of the guys that are tested positive, they have they're asymptomatic. But they've tested right. positive, so it's like, what are we going to do? I mean, so I, eventually they got to get to a point where they let them play. I mean, or... That's where they'll get... I know? think so. I think it'll get to that point. So It'll be up to the athlete. Maybe have to sign a waiver or something. I don't know, but we'll we'll see. We'll keep an eye on that. Uh, of course, Rundown won't be back on until Sandra, uh, Saturday, January 8th at 10 a.m. on WWBG 1470 a.m. And most digital platforms live. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, SpackerRoadSportsRadio.com. Uh, we will miss being on during the college football national championship playoffs, which will be next Friday. Who do you guys have in the national championship? It's number one, Alabama against number four, Cincinnati, number two, Michigan against number three, Georgia. Go ahead, Rod. I want to hear your answer. Oh, yeah, I have I a rematch. I have the <laughs> SEC rematch, uh, championship Ooh. game rematch, Alabama and Georgia. I mean, that's just what it is. Who, you, who you got winning? Uh, we'll talk about that maybe when we get closer. But if you make me uh, if you <laughs> make me name one, if you make me name one right now, I have to name Nick Saban. Nick Saban's uh, you know understudies have never really beat him when it counts. They've been That's able true. to you know come close. And with, with Jimbo Fisher, beat, Jimbo Fisher and was they, the first and one they, this year, and they, and they possibly yep. beat him during the regular season. But when it counts inside of a national championship run, I'm sorry, uh, mm-hmm. Nick Saban's undefeated. Who you got? Can't go against him. Y'all know who I'm with. I'm rolling with Alabama. It ain't stopping. The train does not stop. Jamison Williams will play his way to be a top 15 pick in the draft this year. Who you got them playing? Don't matter. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) honestly, man, I don't know if Georgia's really got enough offense. That's been my concern with Michigan. Michigan run the ball, man. Michigan can run the ball. I'm picking Michigan. I'm picking Michigan not only to beat Georgia, even, even though they got Michigan two quarterbacks. I'm picking Michigan to win the whole thing. Well, we'll beat Alabama. I, I have a gentleman's wager for you on that one. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk off there. We'll get something popping on on that because I, I I look at it like Michigan is a physical team out of these four. They're the one physical team that can line up against Alabama's defense and push them around. Like I've watched Michigan State push Ohio State around. I've watched in the past couple of weeks. Really, they're the most physical football team I've seen in college this year overall top to bottom they resemble jim harbaugh they resemble those 49er teams that harbaugh had that i used to hate because they were so just burly and mean like he's the type they'll put seven offensive linemen up there and run jumbo from like the 50 yard line and you know what i mean like i love that so i'm i'm kind of going with michigan here on this uh speaking of michigan former michigan quarterback tom brady is doling out his name image and likeness uh, for college athletes with his new apparel line titled Brady. The Tampa Bay Bucks quarterback announced on social media he's partnering with Michigan quarterback Cade McNamara, Jackson State quarterback Shadur Sanders, Deion's son, son, uh, son of Tigers head coach Deion Sanders, Georgia wide receiver George Pickens, and Coastal Carolina quarterback Grayson McCall uh, is among the nine total athletes he signed uh, to this deal. Would you guys wear Brady gear? If they paying, I'm playing. No, I mean like to go grocery shopping or like to Walmart or something. Like uh, wear, put it in your closet. It depends yeah. on how much it costs. If somebody bought it for me, I would. <laughs> I think they said it's just like sweats and like uh, like loungewear stuff you can work out in. Like, oh boys, Under Armour. Like Under Armour. Hey, got a new update. Uh, just saw this not too long ago. UCLA four-star quarterback transfer Kajaya Halloween. 
decommits. Well, excuse me, he's transferred from UCLA, headed into Gremlin State with Hugh Jackson. Wow. See, it's starting already. It's starting already. It really started last year. Man, so we'll keep an eye on that. And then uh, finally here, before we get out of here, guys, we're getting closer and closer to the NFL playoffs. Got four weeks to go. Who do you trust more to win a playoff game? Rookie Matt Jones in New England in the situation he's in right now? Or Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, who's the youngest to win the MVP ever, but is only one and two in his playoff career so far? I, I personally, I have more trust in the Patriot system, the Patriot way. It's not necessarily about Matt Jones and what his capabilities are, although he's a great quarterback coming out of the Alabama system. But when it comes to winning a playoff game, Bill Belichick is just a man. He's the boy genius or the man-child genius or the man genius, period. And he's... He, <laughs> Hey, listen, I don't want him to be, I was like, Grandpa Genius. Be, yeah, Grandpa Genius, that's it. He, uh, he is not going to lose the first playoff game, even if he has to run the ball 98 times. That's all about saying he won the game, threw the ball three times. They, he will do it. So I have no issues. So I have no issues saying that Mac Jones will win a playoff game before Lamar Jackson. This year, even though we already got one, Rod, let's clear that up. Anyway, but <laughs> this year, I'm going to have to say I'm going to have to rock with Bill just because they they got a more complete team. Their defense is healthy and the number one defense in the league. Our defense is out. So we missing two all-pro corners. We missing an all-pro tackle. We missing an all-pro running back, and they ain't coming back. So it's really freaky eight versus the world. I'm riding with Freaky A always, but in this in this instance, this question, I rather I rather rock with the Pats. No, I don't Jaylen, know how, how you gonna, force how you gonna jump at me, Jalen, because I went with the Pats. No, no, I only jumped at you, Rod. Rod, I only Rod, I only jumped at you because you said the way it sounded like you was trying to say Lamar A. No, 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 no. No, I ain't even talking about that part. I ain't talking about it. It was at the end. It was at the end. You said you said Mac. You said you you think Mac Jones will get one. He'll get one before Lamar, and that's why I said Lamar already got one. No, that's the only reason. Right here. Right, right. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify for everybody. I, I just wanted to clarify for everybody. That's all. Oh, my goodness. I know I got he won one. I was in Vegas when he won the last one. That could sound like a good spot to be. Well, let's go back, Rod. So maybe I got a good chance. Yo, we got to get out of here. We're up against it. If you have never listened to the rundown before, this is what the rundown is. You'll hear two hours of this live going uh, forward every Saturday, WWBG. 1470 a.m. radio.com Tell your friends, tell your mom. Rundown is back. Season premiere, 10 a.m. Saturday, January 8th on uh, Tobacco Road Sports Radio. We will talk to you then. Peace. Enjoy your Christmas and enjoy your New Year's. Yep. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, everybody. See you later, folks.